Hello and welcome to Core Values, the all things Broken Arrow Public School podcast as part of the AeroVision Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Spencer, alongside, as always, Superintendent Mr. Chuck Perry. How are you doing today, Chuck? Doing great. Good morning. We're here to introduce two very special guests today from the Broken Arrow Police Department. We have Chief Brandon Berryhill and Officer Ethan Hutchins. How are you guys doing today? Very good. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about what we have coming up tomorrow night, the Fentanyl Forum here on the campus of Broken Arrow High School. Why is this something that we're doing here? Why was it important for you guys to partner uh, with Broken Arrow Public Schools on this? Well, uh, this year we had the first Fentanyl Forum in the state. Uh, we had officials from OSBI, uh, some emergency room doctors, and um, you know we we noticed that the awareness that was being raised on that level was starting to spread. And since then, we've had several different um, talks about fentanyl. Uh, and the idea from our uh, public information officer Ethan came that we maybe we should reach out to the schools. Um, and the partnership was pretty uh, seemed pretty uh, evident. Yeah. And so we wanted to make sure reaching out to parents, anybody that wants to come, not just students and parents, but anybody, because we'll have some uh, service organizations there to get the word out because it's it's been around for a while, but I don't think people really are just now starting to talk about it. And Chuck, why was this important to you as well as the superintendent for Broken Arrow to be a part of this? I First and foremost, uh, just to echo what he said, for our parents to be aware, um, any of the things that we're seeing out there in soci- society, it's not that the school district is creating these issues. Sometimes we're, we are dealing with them, and the more that we can be on the forefront and proactive and parents can be knowledgeable, I think it puts a tool in their hands to keep their kids safe and, um, you know, if, the, if they're coming to school in the right frame of mind and safe, obviously academic performance is going to be so much higher. So um, to me, this is about informing parents. And then anything we get past that is a bonus. Yeah. Uh, before we dive into this a little deeper, let's actually circle back and introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about, about your background. Let's start with you, Brandon. Um, yes, I'm uh, the chief of police, Broken Arrow. I've been the chief for about five years. I've actually been with the department um, my 29th year. Um, wow. Moved here in 94, actually, from the Edmund area, so don't hold that against me. <laughs> I lived in Edmund for four years myself. Uh, and been here ever since. I uh, worked my way up through the ranks. I have uh, married uh, for 30 years this December to my wife, Sharis. I have two kids that went through the school system, Broken Arrow, both of them, and really enjoyed their time yeah. here. One was a Tiger and one was a drum major in the Pride, so we have a deep connection with the community and the schools. Yeah, very cool. How about you, Ethan? Well, I uh, used to be a TV reporter for eight years um, from Texas originally. And um, what I do at the PD is I am the uh, spokesperson for the department, uh, the public information officer. I also help plan events for the department. So we help uh, go out in the community and and engage with uh, the public and have officers um, out there in a uh, community engagement sense. I also help out with crime prevention um, discussions with homeowner associations and businesses to help, um, help them work on creating a, a safer uh, environment around them. And, um, yeah, that's uh, what I do. Uh, also in married, have a beautiful little girl at home, to, uh, almost two years old. Nice. And, um, getting getting any sleep these days? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's, let's get on topic here, and let's talk about what is fentanyl and why should we be having this conversation. So fentanyl is an opioid, and I think everyone's pretty familiar with an opioid. Um, there are some legitimate uses for fentanyl. So sometimes when people go through a surgery, they may have had a fentanyl patch. Yeah. Um, but what we're seeing is the cost of marijuana coming across the border has gone down. So the, the 
profit margin is not there, and the cartels have switched to synthetic um, fentanyl and bringing that across the border. And you know the, the issue with fentanyl itself, not in a controlled environment like in a patch or when a doctor prescribes it to you, is straight fentanyl, pure fentanyl, is 50 to 100 times more potent than heroin. So everyone says, ooh, heroin, oh. you know, talk. So it, it's, it's it, to couch it in that terms, that's probably the best way to explain how dangerous fentanyl is. Mm-hmm. And just a few pure granules of fentanyl, it can absorb the skin and it, and it can kill you. Um, and so what we're seeing is fentanyl is being uh, partnered with other dr- street drugs to make them more powerful and make the profit margin higher. And, um, you know, they are making, turning it into things that look like something that maybe someone may have experimented with in the past, thinking they're taking, you know, uh, something that was out of a prescription bottle and they're pressing it to make it look like that. But it's, sometimes it's half, sometimes it's a quarter, sometimes it's full fentanyl and it's causing people to go into overdose. So more often than not, what we're seeing is that people don't even know that they're Correct. taking it. Not many people actually are taking fentanyl straight and know what they're taking. Yeah. You know, but the the fentanyl is spreading more and more, and and used to be it was just a little bit in street drugs, and now we're seeing from according to the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics uh, that that mixture of fentanyl and normal street drugs is increasing to increase your profit margin. Mm-hmm. Here's an alarming statistic too: the CDC has released that currently fentanyl is the number one cause of death for Americans aged 18 to 45. So you think about wow. car crashes wow. and, um, you know, medical episodes. And all Cancer, kind of, things like that. Yeah, but it's currently fentanyl. And, and this was not a thing a few years ago. No. You know, so it's why, why is that increased so much? Well, you know, I think the, the increase. So there's a, there's a campaign out there called One Pill Can Kill. Yeah. And, you know, people will, for whatever reason, uh, mental health issues or depression issues or whatever, experiment with drugs. Yeah. And the issue is when you're buying drugs from uh, someone on the street, it's not like you're going to a pharmacy and it has like it's in this pill bottle and says, don't take this if you're taking this. Uh, It's not prescribed. Some dude is just giving you something and you're taking it for a word that it is what what he says it is. It may look like a Xanax bar, but it's not. It's straight fentanyl. And it's so powerful that if you don't have a resistance and it has too much and they're not a scientific person that's Mm. measuring this stuff out in the correct manner, it can kill you. You know, we have, we, between us and the fire department, which runs the ambulance service here in town, last year we administered uh, over um, to over 230 individuals Narcan, which is the opioid blocker uh, nasal spray to keep people from overdosing. Uh, the police department carries it, the fire department carries it. So, and uh, we had, you know, three or four deaths last year from overdoses. But if we hadn't had Narcan, uh, that's probably going to be 230 citizens of Broken Arrow that would be gone. And officers have been susceptible to um, overdosing it, overdosing from it. Um, in fact, our officers for a while just had Narcan in the patrol cars, but now they have it on their person um, because there's been videos out there of, over, of officers overdosing on fentanyl just by searching a vehicle. Less than five seconds it can overcome and you can pass out. And if you're by yourself and don't administer Narcan, you can, you can, you can die. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing it across all walks of life, across all socioeconomic groups? Um, so what we're seeing is obviously the, the 18 to 45 normally are the people that are engaging in, in probably the straight drugs more than anybody else buying it. Uh, of course, you know, our, our deployment in Arcan also covers other opioids. Also. So we're seeing people, you know, and that was the deal with opioids in the beginning is uh, doctors are prescribing too many of them, not realizing or 
whatever you want to say, uh, and that it was habit forming. And so maybe some of our older folks are probably on something that's more prescription related. Um, but this is the age in which people engage in a lot more straight and dark. So that age, that age bracket is what we're seeing. But, you know, when people, when someone becomes addicted to opioids, they're always wanting something stronger and stronger and stronger. And so that's, that's the trap of drugs. Is it, it pushes you to the point to where you're in a bad spot as far as your own life. And if you talk to some of these mothers who will be at the forum tomorrow, they'll tell you that they never would have realized their children would have been wrapped up in this or touched by it in any way. Cause you ask about walks of life. Many of them were normal kids um, who weren't associated with, you know, drugs in any way. And so a lot of the testimonials from these parents are, they're just, they were shocked to learn that their kid, this is how they died. So that's why it's so important to get the word out to the, the kids um, because you never know if you may know somebody who's around this or that will. How, or how do you approach it with parents? And I know you don't want to be alarmist some degree you probably do, but to let them know, but signs to look for what they can do to um, try to curb this or prevent this from coming into their own homes. Well, you know, every parent probably has this scare speech they give their kids, you know, about don't do something or it's very dangerous. And in fact, I, I made Ethan watch the old uh, bus safety video that I had to watch uh, that was made back in the seventies that had the death zone around the bus. And if you slid underneath it and he was shocked that they would show that to kids, but it, yeah. it scared the bejesus out of me. You know, I was always careful around the bus, but the, the problem with fentanyl, and I truly believe this when you talk to these mothers is you've got kids that probably never, experimented with drugs and the issue is one pill one time can take that kid's life and so it's not over exaggerating you know the danger is completely real and it's it's not being exaggerated and so the, the best thing they can do is just talk with their kids about why it's dangerous you know um why it can kill them and you can get on the cdc you can look at oakland bureau of narcotics and look at their stats and see the age group and you can see what's going on and so this is not, you know, some of those scare movies that they used to make about other things. This is a valid scientific fact that fentanyl kills people, and it can do it with one pill. Who are some of the people that we're going to be hearing from at the forum tomorrow night? Well, we'll have uh, Tulsa County Sheriff's Office, our sergeant, uh, who is very specialized in um, Eric Nestor. In drugs, Eric Nestor. He'll be there, and he'll be presenting. So we'll have three different groups with breakout sessions. One will be Sergeant Nestor, and then we'll have Jamie Spradlin with Ascension St. John. She'll be kind of talking about um, how they've dealt with that in, in the hospitals. And then our third presenter will be uh, family supporting families. So that's the group of, of mothers, parents who have been touched by this in some way. So that will be an impactful breakout session. We'll have 20 minute sessions with a five minute Q and A and then we'll have vendors out in the hallway who will be available with information. The Tulsa County Health Department will also be there. Um, and uh, we're still finalizing a couple more, but we're shooting to have about eight or 12 vendors out in the hallway with information. Assistance programs. Assistance, people, yeah. People can, can go to and get ref, and reference material and, and find out where they can go if they've got an addiction problem in their family or their home. You mentioned earlier uh, Narcan. A lot of people may not understand what that is. Can you um, tell us about that and then how people can get a hold of it? So Narcan is something that came about during the opioid crisis. 
And what it is, it's basically a nasal spray. And what's what's great about Narcan is you can't hurt someone by using it. So let's say they have all the appearances of an opioid overdose, but they're not. If you give Narcan, it's not going to hurt them. It's inert if you're not having an opioid crisis. Um, but it's the only thing that can block the receptors that can actually. It's like coming off of a hangover with a sledgehammer. It's what ha- it just blocks everything instantly. Sometimes we have to give one or two doses. Um, and so officers a lot of times will carry it on their person in case they get exposed. We carry it on our, our first aid kits. And, in fact, the city of Broken Arrow has been proactive, and we have now have it in all of our city vehicles in case, you know, someone emptying the trash can in the parks may come across it. They've got it in the cars for their own yeah. employees. And so it's something that you can go to your local pharmacist about, and we've had a lot of strides going forward. Um, there is a website you can go to, okimready.org, okimready.org. You can get on their register and get some free Narcan sent to your home. You know, obviously, uh, treatment and prevention is the best, but if you've got someone in your home that's got an addiction problem with opioids, uh, you should have some Narcan. And, and like I said, you know, our officers deploy it, our EMS personnel deploy it, uh, but that takes several minutes for us to get to your home. Uh, treatment's always the best, but Narcan's really the only thing we have right now to combat opioid uh, overdoses. And you provide some to the Broken Arrow Public Schools or sites too? Uh, I'm not sure. Nestor is the one. Actually, I believe so. Yeah, Nestor is the one. Eric Nestor, Sergeant, is the one that has uh, a grant that actually supplies our officers with all that stuff. So we we have a deployment. We send in a form, and we get a new uh, batch coming back. So I, I think he may have, has worked with Well, and we have a group uh, tomorrow who will be passing out free Narcan, I should mention, uh, at the forum. Mm-hmm. So there's a very good possibility that some of the public that attend could walk walk home with some Narcan. It's yeah, good. my first aid kit, I've got, you know, you know, I've got a compression bandage, some quick clot, a tourniquet, and Narcan. And if you'd asked me eight years ago, you know, do you have Narcan? I'm like, no, what's that? You know, it's, that's yeah. how fast this has grown. I learned this week as well through getting statistics from the fire department that most often if they have an unconscious person, they administer Narcan in, in those situations because there's no negative effects of administering Narcan it doesn't hurt the person who gets it sprayed up their nose, but it could help save a life. Interesting. It's huge. We talked a little bit about uh, the parents' side of this, but what about teachers and edu- educators? What do they need to know about this situation? So I think for a teacher and educator, uh, first off, they need, to, they need to know what it is. Yeah. You know, this is not marijuana or a pill. This is something that you can't really touch with your bare skin. Uh, and if it's in a powder form, you run the risk of inhaling it and overdosing. I mean, it takes less than five seconds to overdose on, on fentanyl. So knowing what it is, knowing how to handle it, how not to handle it, how to report that. Um, and this, this becomes an issue to where if you've got a kid that you believe is maybe using or you hear about it, you should report it because this is not something that's just kids being kids. This is kids being in jeopardy. And so just as if you thought a kid was being abused at home, if you think there's fentanyl involved in what's going on, that needs to be reported. All right. Before we wrap these this thing up, I know you guys have places to be. Chuck, do you have any final questions or do you guys have any final things that you want to mention? I, I, first of all, I just appreciate the partnership. You know, we talk a lot about the city and chamber and school district working closely together. And um, I appreciate Chief Barry Hill and the work he does for our community and keeps us safe. And um, I think you know, we think of the police department being reactive to uh, crime and other things, but 
I, I love this approach, a proactive, let's get the word out. Appreciate what you're doing too, Ethan. And uh, it, it's, I think knowledge is power in this situation. Hopefully with these conversations with families and, and, and just the public in general, we can cut down on the number of, of overdoses that we're seeing within the city because we're seeing it too often. It's not just in Broken Arrow, it's in Tulsa, it's across the state. And hopefully more law enforcement agencies and school districts can partner like this and uh, it can be a ripple effect and we can cut down on these overdoses. Yeah, keeping the city safe is one of the, it's an ongoing thing. There's never there's never a finish line. It's it's a journey. And for those of us that have raised our kids and got through this before this 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 fentanyl thing has occurred, even though your kids may be gone and growing and, and, and doing the adulting thing, as an adult you still need to contribute to keep your city safe. And that that's more than just crime prevention and locking your doors and things like that. It's talking to your neighbors about fentanyl, being aware about fentanyl. Um, you know, if you have a relative that you think has an opioid problem, talking to them about it. And so it's an ongoing process that if, if you stay here, that's the way you can contribute to keep the city safe. I want to remind everybody tomorrow night, Thursday, February 16th, here on the campus of Broken Arrow High School, we'll be hosting this event. We will also be streaming it live to the Broken Arrow Public Schools Facebook page. And then you'll be able to watch that on YouTube as well after the fact. Uh, guys, really appreciate you being here today and want to encourage everybody that, that, that wants to be a part of this tomorrow night to come on out or, or watch from home as well. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. All right. That's, that's it for this week's Core Values. We'll see you next time.